Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Cosmos Country. On this week's episode, I will discuss the latest Cosmos news and the current state of lower division soccer. The Cosmos have added two players to their roster ahead of the 2019 MPSL Classic season and Founders Cup. The first signing is veteran midfielder Ricardo Bocanegra. Bocanegra was born in the United States and has spent the bulk of his career in Mexico, having come up through the youth ranks at Liga Mekki side Atlas FC. Ricardo had this to say on the announcement. I feel happy with this opportunity. I'm very motivated and committed because of the big names that have played in this team, such as Pelé and Raul. I feel very motivated and I look forward to joining the club and putting on its jersey. But more importantly, I am here because I want to demonstrate what I am made of as well as to give my very best efforts to the club and get results. I'm very happy to be playing here in the U.S., as is where I was born. However, because of my family, I spent most of my career and my life in Mexico. Now it is time to play on this side of the border, so I'm glad and feel very motivated to start demonstrating my efforts, but most importantly, to get the results for the team. This is what the club wants, and I want the same. I want to aim for big things, so I'm extremely excited to be wearing this jersey and showing off this crest, which I know is very big and historically well-known. I cannot wait to start training with the club. I just want to point out that Cosmos preseason kicks off in March, and by that time, we would know where the Cosmos will play their matches, their home matches in um, in the Founders Cup and in MPSL Classic. And I hope it's one main stadium. It's one stadium. You play all your home matches throughout the whole season, not a handful of venues like they did last season, because there's a lot of examples of clubs that did that and it was not successful because you want to stay in one spot and you want to build your fan base. You could just think about the Cosmos in the modern era. They went from Hofstra, but they spent a couple of seasons there. They were in Hofstra from the first season, and then they went to MCU Park. They were there for a season. And MCU Park is a great facility, but I'm not sure if Rocco and the management at the New York Cosmos, I'm not sure if they want to play at MCU Park. Do they think that's worth the resources and worth everyone's time or do they want to play at Rocco Camiso Stadium like they did last season but we need to stay in one spot and grow from there because in this new league there's not going to be so much fighting with the federation because we're not going to be sanctioned by the federation that's finally pick a stadium to play at for the 2019 season and that's call that area home and that's build our fan base 
that's reach out to the local businesses there, that's really um, map out our area of New York City and call that Cosmos Country and build for the future. Because if we don't do that, we will have fans come and fans go. Fans come and fans go. And they buy season tickets for, for a season because we're playing at MCU Park or we're playing local to them. And then they move on because they don't like us anymore. And there's a lot of fans like that. But we want to build local fans and loyal fans. And I think that's what the Cosmos need to do in uh, the Founders Cup in 2019 and in the full professional season in 2020. I'd like to wish Ricardo Bocanegra all the best because he's playing for his first team in the United States. Um, he was born in America, but he has spent most of his career and his life in Mexico. I think this is a great signing, a veteran presence in the locker room and on the field. We have that with Raul and Haji Wright, who was a young striker that came from LA Galaxy. Now he's playing with Schalke in the German top flight, the Bundesliga. And I hope we can see some sort of um, youth coming through the ranks, maybe of the academy or from the B team, and they can look up to a veteran presence in Ricardo Bocanegra. He played in Mexico's top flight, Liga Mequi, and he has played throughout the soccer leagues in Mexico. So a great presence on the field and in the locker room, and I'm wishing him all the best in 2019. The next player signing is Santiago Castano. He is a goalkeeper. And I think he's the first goalkeeper that the Cosmos have signed to the roster for the 2019 season. So I don't know if he will be the starter or will there be competition. Um, I guess you need competition as a pro team. So they will probably add a second to third goalkeeper in the future. Santiago, I this to say on the announcement, I couldn't be happier to be part of such an incredible organization and a club with such an important history in the United States. I thank God for this amazing opportunity that comes to my life in the perfect moment. To the fans of the New York Cosmos, you will receive nothing but commitment and love for the badge. Santiago is 23 years old. He brings plenty of experience in net to the roster. A native of Queens, New York. He grew up in the New York Red Bulls Academy and eventually signed a professional contract with the Major League side. In 2015, he made 21 appearances for the club's United Soccer League team, which is their reserve team, New York Red Bulls 2, before heading to Colombia to continue his career, where he signed with uh, Socrates Valencia FC. Castano most recently played with TSF Academy in the NPSL. So Joe Barone and the management, they have a connection with him because he's local and he has played in the NPSL. I love these local signings. Um, because he's played locally for the Red Bulls first team, or he signed a contract with the first team, with the professional club. He played for their reserve team in uh, the USL Red Bull 2, and he played in Colombia, and he's played in the MPSL. So I wish him best of luck um, for 2019, and uh, I hope he he propels his career to the next level because the Cosmos have done that with the likes of Jimmy Mauer. We took him on. I think he played for the Silverbacks. He's from Atlanta, I believe, as well. And when he signed with the Cosmos, he wasn't a big name. He was not a player that Major League Soccer clubs were were scouting. But he played with the Cosmos. He had a couple of consistent uh, seasons, won titles, uh, competed in the U.S. Open Cup against Major League Soccer clubs, and made some crazy saves, especially against NYCFC in the U.S. Open Cup at Hofstra Short Stadium. We beat them on penalties. If you remember, Hunter Gorski scored the winning goal, and he ran 
and was holding the badge, kissing the badge. What a great picture. What a great moment in the modern era of the cosmos. And Santiago, he can have that same effect with the cosmos. He can come in. He can um, do well, propel the cosmos to the next level, not joining a new league, but winning trophies, winning the inaugural Founders Cup, winning the Classic and PSL season, maybe eventually winning the U.S. Open Cup or going far one day. I'm not saying that I want him to join a Major League Soccer club, but he probably wants to go far in his career. But I would love for Santiago to become a, a great goalkeeper for the Cosmos and become a legend with the club. Imagine that, a local lad, a local player, uh, 23 years old, from Queens, a native of Queens, New York, and making it big with New York's original club, the New York Cosmos. I would like to get your thoughts on the player signings. Who do you want to see join the club in the future? A lot of people on social media have been saying they want to see Giuseppe Rossi join the club. He's currently playing or training with Manchester United of the English Premier League. So I don't know if he will come with the Cosmos. Again, because of that local links. I think some Cosmos players, Danny Satella, they must know Giuseppe Rossi. Um, so he must have some close connections with the club. Because I think he has trained with the club once, I believe. There was this picture online and you can google it marco senna giuseppe rossi new york cosmos he was just training with the club for a day so i believe that there are some connections there and uh i feel like that's a signing that might happen in the future because giuseppe rossi he always has these injuries right and he always seems like he recovers well and he moves to a decent club in a decent league i feel like one day towards the end of his career he might play in u.s soccer i'm not sure on that one because he moved to Europe at a very early age, I think it was 12. He played for Valencia, Manchester United, and a bunch of other clubs in Italy. So I think eventually he will move uh, to America because when you reach a certain age, a lot of European clubs don't want you anymore because you're too old or maybe on too much money or things like that. With the Cosmos, again, it all goes back to how big the budget is, but they brought in the likes of Ricardo Bocanegra and a local product in Santiago, why can't you bring home another local product in Giuseppe Rossi one day? But at the moment, he's training with uh, Manchester United of the English Premier League. But I don't know if they will offer him a contract. I don't think they will because they have a crowded squad at the moment. They have so much depth. They have Lukaku up front, Alexis Sanchez, if you follow the league. He's like the highest paid player in the league. Um, so they have a very high wage bill. And I guess they probably wouldn't want to bring on another player. Even if that's for a short-term contract, they probably don't want to bring him on. Um, but hopefully he will land with the Cosmos in the near future. Let's move on to the last topic, which is Miami MLS, which is the new club in Major League Soccer that is owned by David Beckham. They reportedly, and this was first reported by Magic City Soccer, they reportedly want to um, bring a reserve team which will play in the United Soccer League Division Two which is now called USL Championship. They want to bring a team to Fort Lauderdale, and they want to redevelop the historic Lockhart Stadium and surrounding land. In the second page of the proposal, the team facilities will also serve as home to Inter-Miami's men's Division II professional soccer team, a United Soccer League member. There is a chance that they might look to bring back the historic name and the historic club and branding of the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. The last incarnation of the Strikers folded in 2017, and they had their intellectual property, including its name, 
put up for auction, and Bill Edwards, the former owner of the Tampa Rowdies, he bought the club for $5,100. He never announced plans for the property, but Edwards might be more inclined to bring the strikers back with a league partner. I think that's a great point that our friends at MagicCity.Soccer make, is that there might be an opportunity for Bill Edwards um, to partner with Miami MLS and say, you redevelop the, the stadium, but I still own it, and you pay rent on it, or something like that. Maybe he's involved. Maybe he's a part owner of the club. The stadium is run down. They need to redevelop it. The team hasn't kicked the ball in a couple of seasons. They don't even play in a league at the moment. So there's a lot at stake. But the one thing that I don't like about this uh, proposal by Miami MLS is that it feels like Major League Soccer tracks down these markets, right? So they see success or or former historic clubs, and they want to go in there and they want to implement their own clubs. If that's USL, if that's uh, Major League Soccer. Prime example, number one, Major League Soccer see that the New York market is successful. They see that they have a very historic soccer club in the New York Cosmos, and they come in and they implement NYCFC, and they're playing in Yankee Stadium, and they are drawing a decent amount of people to their matches, they're signing big-name players, and they have a share of the market. In South Florida, in Broward County, you have the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. Okay, yeah, over the past couple of years, they've had bad ownership, but they are still a historic club. Historic clubs don't deserve to be second fiddle to any club. Imagine the Cosmos being a reserve team for NYCFC. That would be a complete joke. That will be a complete um, joke because they will be disrespecting everything that happened back in the day. I think that's something that a lot of soccer fans and soccer stakeholders don't understand is that back in the day, there were important players, big name players, maybe not as big name players, but they still played a very important role. There are Cosmos players from back in the day that scored some very important goals that won championships, that broke records. Giorgio Canalia, I believe he scored the most goals in U.S. soccer in one season or something like that. And I believe now, I think a striker from Atlanta United broke that record. But that was a record from back in the day with the New York Cosmos in the old NASL. So there's a tradition that comes with the strikers, that comes with the New York Cosmos, that comes with the Tampa Bay Rowdies. You have people who fell in love with the game because of the NASL because of the Cosmos, because of the Strikers. The Strikers had big-name players. The Strikers had a rivalry with the New York Cosmos. Even in the modern era, there was a rivalry, Strikers-Cosmos, exciting matchup at the historic Lockhart Stadium. In America, we don't cherish that history. It just seems like we want to build something new, something bigger, something better. Why can't we look back and say, Strikers were a very historic team, they had big-name players. They had great rivalries with the Cosmos, with the Tampa Bay Rowdies, with other former NASL clubs. They shouldn't be playing as a reserve team to a brand-new club that has no history, that has no players, doesn't have a coach, doesn't have a stadium, that has nothing, has no history. They need to build their history. The Strikers are a better name, a bigger name than Miami MLS or whatever their name is, Inter-Miami 
Create your own name for your reserve team. Call it Inter-Miami 2. I just want to say that in this proposal, they never said that they will use the striker's name, but maybe they will. They want to use Lockhart Stadium. They want to redevelop Lockhart Stadium. You have Major League Soccer clubs that don't own their reserve team. They just have an affiliation with a USL team, and that saves them a lot of money because they don't have to pay their players a living wage or get them housing or whatever may be the case with these reserve teams. They just loan out a couple of players each season, and that works for them. I don't like this minor league system between Major League Soccer and USL, but that's the deal that they struck with these two leagues, Major League Soccer and USL. So that's my thoughts that a historic club like the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, like the New York Cosmos, like any historic club throughout the world, they shouldn't be disrespected. They should be cherished. They should be looked after. And uh, they should be playing at the top flight, at the top level in their country. Because without them, soccer wouldn't exist in this country. Without the Cosmos, without the old NASL, there would never be inspiration for soccer. Kids wouldn't be playing soccer. Um, even Don Garber, I believe, mentioned that he liked the Cosmos. He watched the NASL. So he would have never got the inspiration to uh, start his own league and grow it over the couple of seasons. Now they're making millions of dollars and they're paying players millions of dollars. They'd rather take the name as a reserve team and disrespect it. Create your own branding. Create your own logo. Create your own fan base. Don't sort of piggyback off of a former club. Because there's fans in South Florida that have been disrespected. They have their club. They love their club. They supported their club. But they had owners that came in that just didn't care. Does David Beckham care about U.S. soccer history? Probably not. Does David Beckham care for um, the strikers' history? Probably not. He only cares for his club and his league and what they're doing in Miami. And Bill Edwards... He's just sitting on a very historic name, and he's probably not going to bring back a team. Why doesn't someone buy the name and bring the team back and redevelop Lockhart Stadium and bring back the Strikers as a very historic brand and and bring them back to the top? I would love to see the Strikers one day come back and play in uh, this new league, MPSL Pro. I just went on this quick rant right now because I just can't believe that there is this possibility that they might bring back a uh, historic name in the front lot of those strikers that deserves a lot better their fans deserve it a lot better their local residents in Fort Lauderdale deserve a lot better than uh, being a reserve team to a club in Miami so thanks for tuning into this week's episode I really appreciate it you can follow first team podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at first team pod check out our website firstteampod.com we have a article with David Diose for a New York Cosmos player on the past couple of seasons because he played in the USL. I got his thoughts on that. I got his thoughts on the current state of the New York Cosmos and so much more. So check out our Q&A with former New York Cosmos player David Diose. He is currently a free agent. So hopefully he finds a club real soon. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. And as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. Borough boys of Benedel Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, uh, yeah, it's New York, green and white. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. 
because we're country loving, we above them. I'm just saying, all those lovely somethings come and see it in our playing. The fact of it's rap from state tax, hash and bliss. Reacts tap and we win, so fast we're racking them in. Whether it's stack the wing, holding back the stand through the mid, cutting the seams, it seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream, got a ball and a dream. We do, I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views, like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. Around my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.